This is Miranda Miller. And this is Tom Craver from SEW Weekly. WebmasterRadio.fm has a new way for you to listen, connect, and learn with your smartphone. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available on the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEW Weekly live every Thursday or download thousands of past episodes and download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Searchcast, and more. You can download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app right now. It's available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. From the newsroom of SearchEngineWatch.com, the authority on search engine marketing and social media since 1996. Welcome to SEW Weekly. Weekly. Each week, our hosts keep a virtual eye on the stories and people that are impacting search and social marketing, breaking down each headline with expert analysis. Plus, we'll bring you expert interviews exploring the latest search and social marketing tips and tools. Listen, connect, learn. SEW Weekly, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And thanks for joining us again for another edition of SEW Weekly. This is January 17th. My name is Tom Craver, your host for today. Miranda is off on vacation. So uh, let's get to some of the news headlines here, ripped right out of SearchEngineWatch.com this week. I think the biggest thing to come up this week had to have been the Facebook graph search. Facebook teased this big press conference of, here's what we got coming, there's something new. Come see what we're building. And it was minimalistic, yet at the same time, teasing everything they possibly could about it. And there were rumors for a long time that Facebook was going to try to enter the search realm and get into the search game. And what was that going to do? And how was it going to impact search? And specifically, was it going to hit Google? So here's what the basics are from this whole Facebook graph search issue. They are focusing on one particular thing, and that is finding new connections, helping you find people to connect with. And if you thought Facebook was creepy before with all the things that you could link to and share and find out about other people, this is pretty much it. Now, they they stress that it was privacy aware and Facebook is going to make sure that every piece of content has its own audience who you share it to, whether that be your friends or the whole world at large or various groups that you set up. Most of the content they swear is not public, and you can only search for content that has been shared with you. But the general idea here is that you can go searching for things like, you know, restaurants in, you know, some city that my friends have been to or that my friends like or TV shows that my friends like. And, you know, if you meet somebody at a party, but you remember their first name, but not much more about them, you can do a search for something like people named Chris, who are friends of Lars and went to Stafford. Stanford, you know, so you, you can you can really branch out keying out all the things that people share in their daily lives and things that they like and things that they, you know, are fans of on Facebook and, and kind of spread out that way. And it's it's kind of creepy, but at the same time, that's where that's where it's all going to. Now, kind of as an aftersight, at the very end, you know, Mark Zuckerberg had this little uh, just one more thing, Colombo kind of moment, because it was asked, well, what about Bing? And Facebook has had this partnership with Bing now since 2008 where Bing provides all the web search results. And web search will continue to be a part of this new Facebook graph search as well. So how does that work out with everybody? Well, Bing says uh, they helped Facebook develop this whole Facebook graph search, and they're going to continue to evolve social and search together and continue to provide web-based results. So, for example, if you search for something like weather uh, within within Facebook or weather near my friend's place, 
Bing will start providing those results and it will still include contextual ads and that kind of stuff too. Um, you can read about all of this. There was a series of three different posts, two by myself and one by Danny Goodwin all on uh, searchenginewatch.com and you can find them if you search for Facebook or look at the topic for Facebook. They're all there um, all recently. Other news this week, Yahoo is still cleaning house. This time, the, the most recent leaving, actually there's two this week, Sashi Seth, who was the uh, senior VP of the Business Connections Unit, he oversaw things like, of course, Yahoo Search. Um, he was heavily involved in Yahoo Mail and Flickr and Local and a bunch of other products. Now, this guy's a talent. He was at Yahoo for over three years, almost three and a half. Before that, he was in a very a couple different places, places online you may have heard of, things like eBay. And he was with Google for over three years where he was also in charge of various search products within Google's realm. Um, why would Yahoo allow such a brainchild to leave here? So um, clearly there's there's no real answer, but clearly people are not happy under the new Melissa Mayer regime. And we'll see how that one kind of turns out. It's really interesting, too, because just two days before that, uh, Yahoo had actually released yet another person, their chief information security officer, or should I say their former chief information security officer, Justin Sumani. And uh, there's speculation all about this, but both of those guys had touched Google Mail in some way, shape, or form in their tenure at Yahoo. And after all the attacks and spam increases and account hacks that happened to Yahoo Mail back in December, um, there is speculation that that may have had something to do with it. Now, for the really awkward story of the week, and this one will be hitting Search Engine Watch uh, later on this afternoon. I just finished writing it, so it's right up to the minute, right up to the second we're giving you this. Google has been accused yet again of doing some things that nobody wants to see them do. This time, it's not antitrust or privacy issues. This time, they've been accused of running over a donkey with their Street View car in Botswana. And I am not joking. I wish I was. Um... It was such an interesting event, and it, it, like all weird pictures on the internet do, this went completely viral. And so what happens is you see this picture of the Street View car as it's approaching what appears to be, you know, it's this desert road in the middle of Botswana, and there's this donkey just lying in the middle of the road, incredibly right on top of where the tire track should be. Well, everybody got up in arms because they viewed the images in reverse sequence and said, oh my goodness. Google ran over this donkey and killed it, and Google actually had to take time out. The Home with Maps team added a blog post um, to their blog site yesterday saying, no, we didn't run over this donkey. They released extra information around the image that you don't normally see on Street View, and basically through photographs proved that they didn't actually kill or maim a donkey. Um, you know, we talk all the time about Google getting getting thrown under the bus for a lot of things. It's usually privacy and, and antitrust. Never, ever have animal people gone after them before. That, to my knowledge, at least. I'm sure somebody will correct me online. But uh, there you are. Never assume anything, as the Google blog post says. That story and pictures and even video, actually, will be up online on the Search Engine Watch site uh, sometime by the time this broadcast is over. So make sure you look for all that and all the rest of the news that's fit to print um, right on Search Engine watch.com but coming up when we come back from this break we're going to talk keywords and keyword research and we've got the founder of hittail.com a really different kind of keyword research company rob walling and he's going to be joining us right after this break you are listening to search engine watch.com's search engine watch weekly sew weekly and you're listening to it on webmaster radio.fm Stay tuned for more of SCW Weekly after this quick timeout.
clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews, only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEW Weekly. Tom Kramer sitting in the driver's seat. Miranda Miller, my co-host, is uh, on vacation visiting a big mouse in uh, the southern part of this fabulous country of the USA. But we're going to talk not Florida and warm weather, because as I sit here in very cold temperatures in upstate New York, we are going to talk about a hot topic of keyword research. And with me today, my guest is author, speaker, serial entrepreneur, and uh, the founder, or the new the new actually uh, owner of Hittail.com, and that would be Rob Welling. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Tom. Absolutely appreciate it. Now let's let's talk Hittail. Now this was not your company. You kind of took this over. Is that how that works? That, that's correct. Yep, I acquired it from the previous owner about eighteen months ago. All right. So Hittail. For those of you who don't know, um, and it's just Hittail.com. It's a keyword research. Uh, service that's online and, and whatnot, and it's different than traditional keyword research uh, tools that are out there, because what it does is it works with your actual content on your actual site. Rob, can you tell us a little bit about what makes Hittail so unique in this realm? Sure. The the main benefits of Hittail over something like Google Analytics or or a keyword research tool is that it it looks at your existing website traffic. So you do need some traffic, typically about 1,000 to 1,500 uniques a month. And Hittail has a little snippet on your site where it can automatically look at all the key incoming keywords you're getting and gives you a full list of those in real time which is, yeah, it's kind of cool, but the real, the magic of it is that it filters, it cuts out the noise. Instead of getting 500 keywords in a month, you might 
you'll get a suggestions of, uh, of the best keywords, the ones that are your low-hanging fruit that you're most likely to rank for if you write a little snippet of content about them. So that that's really what it does. It takes that massive overwhelm and it filters it down to this short, actionable list of long-tail keywords that you should be targeting. All right. So then for somebody like me, I have a interesting website in my blog that I that I write. I write about a whole bunch of different things. I've I write about gadgets and I have a contact with Verizon that when the new hotness phone comes out, I'll, I'll typically write about that and do a review of it and, and play with it for a while and, and talk about that online. I also write about, you know, analytics. Web analytics is my passion. You know, anything related to technical SEO, I, I usually write about as well. And then, of course, people who know me really intimately know that I'm a Halloween nut and I go all out for Halloween. So those are a lot of scattered different variety of topics and come October when I'm writing about the, the the props that I'm making for my front yard and how the animatronics are coming together and all of a sudden some analytics news breaks and I write about that how would your service kind of discern all that and and work with me on that uh, without giving away the farm obviously right yeah well there's a couple ways you could you could deal with it because this is obviously a fairly common situation um, bloggers will tend to, to write about different categories of things uh, the first option is just to install the code and um, hittail will just give you all your keywords and then it will give you suggestions and they'll be all mixed together and when you get suggestions you do have to eyeball them and and some are just not good suggestions because it's it these are terms people are searching for so sometimes they're misspellings or they're uh you know they're off topic or something so it's not unusual for you to have to filter through them a little bit um so that process you could pretty easily kind of export into excel and and just you know figure out which ones you wanted to to work with the other option is we, we you could actually set your category pages or your categories in in WordPress if you installed the diff different code in each of those category pages then um, Hittail would be able to basically separate those out for you and you could have a little drop down list to, to filter them okay that's perfect so you can actually install a code in, in more than one spot then and it will do different things depending on where it's installed is that how I'm hearing that that's that's correct yep oh fabulous so that that kind of so, so basically what it's doing then is it's grabbing you well let me ask you this it's, it's grabbing words you said it was grabbing words that people are searching on too how do you deal with you know the ever increasing not provided that keep coming up yeah what that's done is it it has impacted our ability to provide data obviously it's dropped it down by about 10 to 15 percent from when before they you know before they were doing the not provided now we did make an improvement to our algorithm uh, like I said I quite Hittail about 18 months ago and the algorithm was getting a little long in the tooth hadn't had a lot of maintenance and so we made some improvements to it um, the, the algorithm that analyzes your keywords and provides you with suggestions and we were able to almost to, to almost double the number of suggestions we we gave overnight and so although we have lost that 15 percent 20 percent in some cases um, we're actually providing more suggestions than we were you know a year and a half ago you're probably a great person to ask about this. You know, we all in the industry are talking about how much of the not provided we're seeing. And, you know, Matt Cutts, when this originally came out, was saying things like, well, it will never be more than double digit percentages. Well, we saw that blown away in the first month in some cases. So, you know, we all sit at conferences like SES and we compare and we talk about things and we say, hey, what are yours? What's yours at? And I've, I've heard as high as 24, 25 percent. You're probably yep. in a good position to know this. What, what are you seeing? You mentioned the 15 to 20 percent. Is that what yep. you're seeing? 
That's an, that's an average. So what we see is with non-technical audiences, so if you have a blog about knitting, it's, it can be down around 10%. That's about the lowest we see. The highest we see is with an intense SEO audience because they're all logged into Google all the, all, you know, into their Google account all the time. Sure. And that'll put you up in the high 30s. We've actually seen 38, 39% for some sites. Wow, that's, that's yeah. unreal. It, it is. So, it's um, really so you see this and your algorithm, you know, obviously has to work around this. There's so there's no hooks back into like webmaster tools or anything like that that you can find then, right? You just have to go off what's on the page and what people are coming in with keyword wise. That's right. It's all it's all query string data that Google or Yahoo or Bing or any search engine. I mean, we we support 15, 20 different search engines. So. <laughs> all right, so to the, to the same ends then. If somebody comes in and lands in the middle of my site and um, the, that search string isn't passed along. Now, does this code have to be on every single page to pull their keywords out, or do you see that somehow from the visit? Uh, the code has to be on every single page. It's just like Google Analytics, just a tiny little snippet. It's asynchronous. And so, yeah, if you have WordPress or any type of logging engine, you just put it right in the footer, you know, the mm. footer code, and it'll run just fine. And it, like I said, it's asynchronous. It doesn't impact page speed. Now, let me ask them, where does this data get stored then? Is it stored in, in a cloud somewhere in the Hittail service or is it stored on my server somewhere? No, it's in the cloud. Yep. So those are the only thing that happens when someone hits your page, so a little asynchronous JavaScript fires, and it, all it sends us is the query string that the search engine sent you. And then on our servers, that's where all the processing happens. It's, it's a pretty intensive process to be honest it's it's all happens in real time so it's right when that happens we're we're doing 20 to 30 database inserts per second because we have so many hits going on at all times and then you'll see it right away in your dashboard when you log in and that's all stored on our servers perfect so then let me ask you this now so i'm a brand new site hitsale.com we're speaking here with rob walling the the owner and serial entrepreneur of a lot of different areas here um so rob i i want to use hitsale and i am a brand new site i've written my content and obviously you can look at my content and and discern what keywords are there but i don't have a lot of traffic because i'm a relatively new site i'm just getting it out there um is is your service still beneficial to me without all that traffic data coming in Typically, people don't see the, you know, Hittail's uh, least expensive plan is $10 a month. And typically, people will see the value, $10 a month worth of value, when you have about 1,000 uniques per month. And you have between five and 10 pages of targeted content. So that's our advice is to to use a traditional keyword tool, get some general posts out there that are in your interest, uh, you know, in your interest area. And then it, once you work up to about a thousand uniques a month, um, that's really when Hittail will start, start nailing it for you. Fabulous. All right, and we can just go to hittail.com to get all that information and get that, get that going. That's all right, great. let me... Let me ask you one more thing here before we cut out to break again. Um, you, we, we talk about, you, you talked about how it will rank various aspects. So like, like I said, I've got a bunch of different topics that I, that I blog about, and you can put those different topics in, in the code on the page you said. So um, how do you rank you know, what is a great phrase and what is not a great phrase? You know, there, there's, there's keyword effectiveness index metrics out there in, in various tools. And, and people debate whether how, how good they are or not and if they actually are uniform or, or whatever. How does, how does your service rank what keywords are, you know, are your best low-hanging fruit, so to speak, and which ones are just kind of like chat? Right. 
Yep, no, that makes sense. The, yeah, so there's an algorithm that's been developed since uh, Hitel began in 2006. So it's almost seven years uh, that it's been in development. It's analyzed over a billion keywords and been tweaked and honed to basically find the keywords that are going to work for you. And it pivots on eight different factors. So it looks at things like the length of the phrase, how many uh, words or spaces are in it, um, where your website where that page currently ranks for that term and several there's several other factors involved and it just it knows because it's seen so many keywords um that you know it, it can give you that like i said that short list it filters the law the 500 words down to maybe 20 different suggestions based on based on these factors does it take into account other sites that are similar to yours or content that might be similar to yours to offer these suggestions it does not Nope, it, it's focused more on how your, your website is performing because other sites uh, are a lot less relevant to how your site ranks in Google. Mm. If Google sees your site as an authority already, if it already has it ranking reasonably well, then that's something that, that's where you have low-hanging fruit is if you're on the second, third page of Google. Um, you know, that's, that's where you should focus your energy. Content marketing is so huge nowadays, and, and people are always talking about, well, what's everybody else doing? Let's keep up with the Joneses, and no one ever thinks about their own site in terms of, let's just make some good content, which is what all SEO has been saying for years. Content is king. Put the good SEO out. Put the good content out there, and they will come. So um, refreshing to hear the tool that actually like looks at your content and tells you how to improve your content as opposed to saying make your content look like somebody else's. That's fabulous. Um, we're speaking with Rob Walling, the owner of Hittail.com. Um, we're talking keywords. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, long tail keywords and, and why the value of that is uh, coming up when we continue here on SEW Weekly. This is the January 17th, 2013 edition on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly after this quick timeout. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back. Back to SEW Weekly. Tom Craver here along with you. Uh, we're talking keywords and we're talking with Rob Walling, the uh, owner of Hittail.com and uh, a very unique and very different kind of keyword research company. Now, Rob, I was I was kind of surfing your site today talking about various things and looking at various things to talk about with you today. And uh, blog post just from a couple days ago, actually, the hidden value of the long tail SEO. And not only is a, a neat little uh, article and, and explains a lot of things, it's really mostly just a, a giant an infographic, which who doesn't love a good infographic here, right? So, um, uh, all kinds of data here. What 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 is the biggest biggest aspect of? Well, let me ask you, in your opinion, first of all, what is long tail SEO? So, long tail SEO is is SEO that's focusing on terms that are greater than two words in length and the the benefit of it as we talk about in this infographic is that over 70 percent of search traffic is is long tail uh, search for long tail terms so they bring in a, a lot more traffic than head terms do collectively they're easier to rank for and they tend to convert more visitors to customers because they are more specific so again we're talking about things like instead of typing sneakers in we're going to be talking about you know you know, cross trainers, you know, for, you know, long distance running or something like that, not necessarily right. running sneakers or running something shoes. like that. That's right. Or, red, you know, red Nike uh, tennis shoes or red Nike, you know, trainers or whatever. Yeah, it's it's multiple words and it tends to be more specific, which it, it tends to imply that the that a, a purchaser is uh, further along down the purchase cycle. They're not just doing research, they're actually starting to look and perhaps do price comparisons. Um, and even it even shows that they're a more knowledgeable consumer, you know, if even if they're if you're not selling shoes, let's say you are selling, uh, you have a keyword tool, you know, or you have a software application that you're selling online, the, the more detailed they're searching for, uh, the more detail they're searching for, then it shows that they're already more educated and they're just much more likely to, to actually sign up for your trial at that point. Sure. So why is it easier to rank on those long tail terms then? Well, because two things. One is most people are focusing on the big bang. They're focusing on the head terms uh, because those are the ones that come up in all the keyword tools that you use. You know, when, when you go into Google AdWords or, or the Google AdWords keyword tool or, or Word Tracker or any of the keyword tools we typically mention, you would you would search for sneakers and try to figure out what do I want to rank for, where you're not going to go down and look at the ones that show no data provided, you know, or not enough data, or they show 30 searches a month. It's like, ah, that's just a headache. 
So everyone's focusing on these head terms. So the competition is just brutal. Uh, and that's where the long tail terms really are this kind of sneaky under the radar uh, way to to sneak in from the back door. I call it backdoor SEO, where you slowly take over a niche because no one else is watching all these terms. And the more of these terms you get on your site, the more traffic you get for them. And that's actually where a tool like Hittail then looks at all of that traffic and offers you even more terms that no one else has, right? It's your data, it's your traffic. And Hittail will give you suggestions that you can't find anywhere else. They don't appear in, in other keyword tools. So it's actually, in that sense, it's, it's a competitive advantage. So I might start off with keywords, go to keyword research, then talk, then you know I get frustrated because I'm not finding what I'm looking for. So I end up going to things like, you know, keyword research tool online that helps my site grow, and eventually I find my way to hittail.com. Yep. Exactly. See, we all we all we all search this way, and I think I think that's a trap that we as marketers get into. We want, like you said, we want to rank for those big head terms, those one or two word terms that everyone's vying for. But we forget about how we actually search for our own stuff. So, all right. Well, let me before I let you go here, before we we, we completely run off here, Rob, you you are into a lot of things. You are. I mentioned you as you was as a serial entrepreneur before. Your um, website, startupsforthereftofus.com. Real quick, why don't you tell us what that's all about and, and why we should be interested in that? Yeah, that's a weekly podcast, and it's for anyone who is starting uh, an online business. Typically, we, we talk a lot about software products, web apps, uh, mobile apps, and that kind of stuff. But we've also found we have a pretty big audience in terms of like people who, who launch information products and knowledge products. And it's every week, my co-host and I talk for about 30 minutes and basically share our experiences to help, you know, help motivate and, uh, and encourage uh, other entrepreneurs. It's fabulous stuff. We just actually had um, Chris Jones on a few weeks ago, and we were talking about, you know, uh, how do we get funded and, and what, you know, people with their own startups, you know, what, how can they get going on this kind of stuff? And here is yet another resource for, you know, the little guy trying to break into, you know, getting their own thing off the ground. Um, what a fabulous resource to provide. And there's a conference that kind of goes, has got an off shot off this then What's micro? That's right. So MicroConf happens in Vegas uh, every. It's tip, we try to make it in April every year. We're doing our third third MicroConf this year. Um, tickets actually went on sale just about an hour ago, and we're close to selling out already. So that's very wow. good news. But um, if, yeah, if, if someone's interested, they should head to MicroConf.com. It's it's the the biggest. Um, or I, you know, it, it, it's kind of gotten the reputation of being the the best conference for self-funded and bootstrappers, right? People who aren't raising funding, who want to get a real product off the ground that actually uh, that actually makes money for them. So. What a fabulous concept. Well, Rob, I want to thank you immensely for being here with us between keywords and, you know, s startups and, and podcasts for those trying to bootstrap themselves and, and conferences for those trying to just get their thing off the ground. That's fabulous, fabulous stuff. Rob Walling from uh, Hittail.com. Thank you very, very much for being our guest here today on SCW Weekly. Thanks so much for having me, Tom. All right, and thank you for staying with us and listening to us this week. Again, it was the January 17th, 2013 episode of SCW Weekly. Next week, Miranda Miller will be back with us again. You can find us all over the place. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on the new webmasterradio.fm app in the Android Store and the Apple Store. And you can find us on the links on searchenginewatch.com, where all the news we talked about today will be there. And, of course, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, folks.
has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.